Today, we are in for a real treat because we are talking to the internet marketing expert, Alex Storm. So in today's podcast, we are going to cover Alex's perspective on how Facebook advertising during the quarantine is actually a big opportunity. Step by step, we'll learn how to launch your own online fitness business, and we'll cover an incredible example of a trainer who in a year was able to successfully move her business online and move to Hawaii, yay, where I'm from. In addition, we are gonna cover a business model for trainers who want to start training clients online today without a website. That's right, how to get started today, a specific business model. And finally, we are gonna cover a new online strategy you haven't heard of, which relates to using Facebook in a totally different way to grow your audience online. So stay tuned. Fitness coaches, get more clients by learning the secret techniques successful trainers and gym owners are using to grow their business in person and online. Create multiple streams of income by training clients online, selling challenges, and growing your membership. This is the Fitness Business Secrets Podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Oshita. I've built two fitness businesses to about a half million dollars each by improving marketing, sales, and operations. Let's grow your sales and your clients. Before we get started, I just wanted to share what I've been working on for the Immunity Boost Fat Blast Fitness Challenge. So my goal is to teach you all about how to put on one of these challenges so you can attract new clients for your online training business. Now, usually it's online and offline, but I'm focusing this one for your online training business so that even if you're doing offline training when this quarantine finishes, um, you have a diversified customer base, which I think is very important uh, and all of us think as of what has happened. So I'm excited to share my progress that I finished the meal plan, but it's about like 70% done because it's a draft and there's a few things. And I also finished um, about 60% of the success manual and some really cool ways I'm talking about in explaining immunity so that people can feel more informed and uh, encouraged to make those changes. But what I'm really excited about is I got to talk to a nutritionist because I've been feeling stuck and I think I just needed to collaborate. And so I'm excited to meet with them and get some uh, collaboration going on this meal plan um, uh, so that it's the best that it can be. Um, also, uh, we started our Facebook group and I've actually changed it um, because the focus for this season really is online fitness training to all more about online training and how to grow your clients online, how to grow your membership site. And I've been doing a lot more interviews on that lately. So I'd love for you to join the Facebook group. It's a private Facebook group for mainly personal trainers, small gym owners. Um, and it's we're keep it's pretty small and pretty much if you join, I'll definitely talk to you because um, it's it's we're just getting started. I, I would love your feedback. Um, and soon, once I get uh, more of the challenge done, um, the how-tos of how to put on this challenge, we'll do a mastermind. And that's going to be actually complimentary for the first few people who join the Facebook group. So make sure to join, give me your feedback, and hopefully share the word because I'm just getting started and I could use a few more friends. Well, thanks for your support with this Immunity Boost Fitness Challenge and listening to this podcast. 
So I definitely look forward to seeing you in the Facebook group. Search Fitness Business Secrets in Facebook. All right, enjoy the show. Today, I am so excited because I'm talking to Alex Storm. He's the founder of Christian Freelance Academy. Alex helps entrepreneurs launch and grow a successful online business through effective client getting methods, online marketing strategies, Facebook ad strategies, and customer funnels. So I'm so excited to have you, Alex. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Yeah. Could you tell me just a little bit about yourself and how you got into the internet marketing space? Yeah. So I've been freelancing for about eight years now and I started as a graphic designer, which was really fun for a year or two. But then as I started getting more and more into business, helping people, I really discovered the passion for the strategy and the marketing side of things. So that really kind of piqued my interest and I started learning more about content marketing and Facebook ads and email marketing, things like that. So combining all of my skills and passions together, I've really kind of focused in on, on this one passion of mine, which is helping businesses scale with their online marketing. Awesome. Okay. So you started off in graphic design and now you got into a whole array of things to help people, I guess, have a successful online business. I'm particularly interested in fitness professionals who want to bring their fitness business online somehow. And I think the first thought is, is, well, you know, what would I even do? It's, it's fitness. I usually physically fix people and train them. Do you have any experiences with any clients who had a, a successful online fitness business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've worked with a handful of trainers and fitness, fitness professionals, and I've helped them really just kind of take their, their skills and their expertise, but package it in a way so that they can help more and more people and really grow an online community which is moving forward, I think, is a, a very smart strategy and way to go. Yeah. Business. Could you give me some examples of what that could look like? Because I think for some people listening, that's just a whole new concept. I mean, they get that some people do some fitness classes, but like, what would that even look like? Let's say we have uh, Joe, the trainer, and he has clients in person. He helps people, you know, maybe reach their weight loss goals in 12 to 18 weeks. What, what could that look like as a, as a business for him? Yeah, so it would really, it would come down to knowing who your main audience is and how you can help solve problems for multiple people at the same time. So we'd get into group coaching. So figuring out how you can make an online community, maybe in Facebook groups or a personal business page or Instagram, and somehow package your offer so that you can help people accomplish their goals and build that community so that they're building relationships with each other and they're moving forward through their, through their problems and getting through their goals as a group together. So you're, it's, it's moving away from the one-on-one -on -one and helping more people together at the same time. How does uh, online group coaching work? How, or how have you seen it work successfully? I think the best way is inside Facebook groups. It's, built just for that purpose where you can jump on a Facebook live or you can start a webinar through a zoom platform and you're reaching, you know, maybe dozens or even hundreds of people at the same time answering questions and really helping people live right there inside the group. Yeah. And in this situation, you're, 
are you charging them or different scenarios where you do or don't charge them? Yeah, so I think it depends. A, a trainer needs to focus on lead generation so you can build a community and offer free training to get people to know who you are, what your services are, who you are as a professional. And then you can upsell them into your premium classes and courses where maybe it's a little bit more one-on-one you know, Q&A and helping with each other and answering specific questions and needs and really getting them into your premium offers and services. Okay, awesome. Uh, could you give us an example of a client uh, in the fitness realm and what they did? And if for some reason you can't use a name, you can always use an, you know, a fake name, but if, you know, maybe they would like to be promoted anyways. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I'll give a first name. I actually okay. have a friend. Her name is Jamie. She's a fitness professional. She lived in California for a while, but decided that she wanted to take her business online and move to Hawaii. So she I'm actually, from Hawaii. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Yeah. I, just, yeah, so I always got to throw that out. That's yeah. cool. She moved yeah, to Hawaii. Hawaii. Great. Yeah. So she's loving life. She did that about a year ago and okay. she's 100% online now. She's handling all of her classes through Facebook groups. And then she, so she uses that as her lead generation to build an online community. And then the clients that want to take that a step further, she ascends them onto a Zoom platform where she has a little bit more one-on-one interaction with her clients. Oh, cool. Okay. The, is the one-on-one interaction with the clients through Zoom, it, does she actually train them through that one-on-one or just check-in calls? Do you know? I believe a little bit of both. Mm, yeah, neat. yeah. Neat. For the classes, did she, so she offers free classes in her private Facebook group, like through Facebook Live? Yeah. So she does like a Pilates class once a week. Oh, neat. Um, And I think she does like a couple of yoga morning classes as well. Mm -hmm. And then she's always just in the group answering questions, providing value, um, creating that content that actually meets people's needs, gets them excited about their health, changing their life you know, really getting them emotionally invested in, in their problems. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know how she's doing? Just because that sounds really cool. I'm sure a lot of people would be like, oh, does that, does that work? Do you, do you get really, really get clients from that? Yeah, she's growing her business. And as far as I know, she's helping other trainers get her, their business online as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it definitely works, especially now while, you know, everyone's quarantined and the world's changing. Yeah. Do you have any clients that you know or anyone you know who created a business and then integrated like a series of videos? Yes. So one of my clients right now is actually launching a yoga program. Mm. She created a course, which is about 75 videos. Mm. And she's attaching some PDF documents and images and some other content for training as well. So we're packaging that up. Um, into a course to sell for uh, $9.97. And what we're doing is we're using Facebook groups and her Instagram and Facebook pages to build a community and get that lead generation, qualify people interested in her program. Nice. So, and then, yeah, using all of those videos and content to, to uh, grow her business as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So so she has uh, videos that she, like a membership site that people can buy. It's like nine ninety seven. Is that $9.97 or is it 997 Yeah, nine, $997. Oh, nice. The okay. one-time payment uh-huh. and they'll get access to the, the program and the videos for life. And then she has a premium 
exclusive Facebook group just for those members. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. That's awesome. Do you know how long it took her to create that course? Uh, About a month. She filmed all the videos and then had an editor throw them together. Mm -hmm. And and then she worked with me and we kind of packaged it all together into a a program that can can be consumed for her clients. Wow. That's awesome. Okay. So that that's a nice timeline. So let's imagine there is a trainer out there and they're they're just getting started and they want to try to do something online and maybe they're leaning more towards videos so that you know they could have a total offering. Would you where would you suggest that they start? What would their first step be? Yeah. I first understand what their clients really want because there's nothing worse than spending hours or months creating content that no one wants to buy. So make sure that your offer is validated and people are, are wanting to consume it. Once you have a clear idea that people are going to actually want what you create, then I would say start creating it as you sell it. You want to get people engaged and get people qualified, interested in your, your courses and your videos so that as you're creating it, you can start getting feedback, testimonials, and you're growing your business while you create your, your products. Hmm, that's interesting. That kind of reminds me. So I'm trying to do an immunity boost fitness challenge that I would sell to trainers just so they could sell to their clients. And I'm like, yes, I must, I must, um, start talking about it before it's done. I think there's a lot of sense of wanting it to be perfect before it's done. So that's a good tip. Yeah. Perfection is a killer. It can stop a lot of people from actually getting their product out into the world. And the first step is to just try it out and get some feedback and then you can improve from there. Mm, That's great. Okay. So, and I want to just go back to the first step you mentioned, understand what your client really wants. How do you suggest people do that in a non-biased way? You just ask them. I mean, business is built on relationships. Mm -hmm. So ask the people that potentially could be your clients. Ask old clients of yours. Really just get to know your audience as on an intimate level. Mm -hmm. And when you ask them what they want to learn, what their challenges are, what their goals are in life, they'll be happy to start a conversation with you and give you some really good feedback. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and then number two is start creating it. Let's say for maybe most most trainers who are on a day-to-day basis, they're usually out there working with people, training. So they're probably not going to be say, well, like I have all of equipment or I'm super savvy. So do you have any tips for people who are like, where should I start? Can I, on a very simple basis? Sure. I mean, just start where you can. I mean, not everyone's going to be an expert right out of the gate, everything that they need. So I would just start with what you can get people results. And that is what's going to help you grow your business is because people love seeing what other, other results that people have gotten. So as soon as you can get one case study or one, one testimonial, then you can build upon that with other clients and quickly grow your business that way. Okay. So get results and trainers, if you have, you know, a client that you worked with in person, you can still use that as results because you're going to probably put the same program online. I am at most for most trainers. Okay. And then from there, do you have any suggestions? Let's say they get feedback that 
yes, their, let's say fat blasting program worked and they create videos and, and, you know, nutrition videos. So like, what would you suggest them to do after they created the videos? So the, the most important thing after that is to make sure that you actually have eyeballs and people looking at your content. So that comes down to your marketing strategy and how you can gain traffic and attention. So making sure you're on the, the social media platforms where your audience are spending their time and hanging out and then creating content and engaging with people so that they're aware of the videos you've created. So that might take some cold outreach. It might take creating some Facebook lives or blog posts or other educational content. But mostly you want to make sure that you're entertaining and educating and getting people, um, getting as many people aware of your services as possible. Mm -hmm. Do you have any specific tactics that you'd you'd suggest that you've seen work to get interest in your content? Yeah. So you would want to create like lead magnets is Mm -hmm. what they're called, like free giveaways. You can create just valuable free, just any content like uh, checklists or guides, uh, do a Facebook live. And then once your content is really solid, you can always scale with Facebook ads, which I see a lot of uh, business owners do. This will help get a lot of eyeballs and attention onto your videos. Yeah. Okay. So let's say you create a checklist uh, or you create a lead magnet and the lead magnet, I know that generally you want to get their information. How do you usually use your lead magnets? Like, is it just like on your website or do you put it anywhere else? Yeah. So technically you'd want to put it on a landing page to collect their information. And that way you can follow up through email marketing. You can always use it just through Facebook groups and get people to download your, your lead magnet right through your Facebook group and then follow up through a comment or a direct message on messenger. And you can build a relationship that way. Oh, like you post something and then someone says, I'd like that. And then you'd follow up through the comment. Yeah. So like last week I made a a post for a free Facebook ads training Mm -hmm. and I had about 80 comments, you know, saying people were interested on them. Mm-hmm. So I sent them the link for the download and then I followed up with all of the people on there mm-hmm. in direct messenger and found out all the qualified leads that really needed my help. Nice. Turned into some sales calls after that. So. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. You just want to keep following up with those leads that are interested in your, your, your free giveaways. Okay. I like that. I like that. So I think there was a big aha there. So basically rewinding back, you can post a great lead magnet on Facebook. Now, is that, where would you post it? Is it like your Facebook page or group just on other places? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, where, wherever you feel like most people will see or get the most value out of that. So mm-hmm. if you have a Facebook group with qualified leads that would be interested in a specific topic, you can create a free giveaway just for those people. If you're trying to just gain some general attention for your, your services, maybe you can post on your personal profile and more, more organically people will see it that way as well. Okay. Do, is there any other places to post? Let's just say someone kind of has a personal Facebook page, doesn't have a ton of non-personal friends there, and then let's say they don't have a Facebook group. So is that not going to work too well for them? Would they have to find another lead source? 
So then I would, yeah, try and find out where the people are, are spending their time. So maybe join another Facebook group that's already established. Okay. Uh, maybe you can go onto Instagram and use hashtags to do some research and find some people that might be interested and you can send them a message. All right, great. So, so far we have that like a lead magnet, find, put it on your landing page or put it on a Facebook in your group or another place where you can get eyeballs and anyone who responds, you can kind of comment back and maybe direct message them. From there, I know that can be kind of tricky um, because it, n- people don't always respond on Facebook. Do you have any suggestions on how do you make that conversation like success- successful? Yeah, so people want to make sure that they know, like, and trust you first. So it's really being mindful of the person's needs and wants and being empathetic to helping them. You don't want to hard sell and try and be manipulative with your your messages. You just simply want to educate and provide value and always start by establishing the relationship first. So I would just suggest using short sentences just to ask how they're doing, getting to know them, what their challenges are, what they want to do. And as you start building that relationship, you can start diving deeper into their needs and wants. And then when you provide them your free giveaway or you offer your videos, they'll be much more likely to work with you. Yeah, I think that might be a good tip for the challenge. I could, you know, see if anybody's interested and then I could, um, they would probably show some interest and I could kind of correspond with them and it's not done yet. So that would be, I mean, truly actually feedback. So, so then they get the, let's say someone's like, yeah, well, I'm interested in your program. What, What would you do next? Yeah, so then you would try and get them either on a sales call or, or position in some way where maybe you're sending them to a sales page. But you want to try and turn them into a paying client at this point. I and mean, that's going to happen by removing their objections and their fears, answering their questions, and providing, providing the next step in the sales process for them, whatever that might look like for that individual person. Hey, thanks for listening. It's time for our quick break. Hey, Christy here. I hope you're enjoying the show. I know in each show we cover a ton of tips and maybe you're out and about and wish you could write something down. No problem. Come on over to fitnesssecrets.co, that's fitnesssecrets with an S, .co, and check out our edited transcription of today's show. We are all about main ideas, so it's easy for you to start implementing these tips today. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter so you get free marketing, planning, and operations for your fitness business. Okay, back to the show. Do you have any other tips on, because there's a lot of ways to make this work well, or, or let's say someone's like, well, I want to really invest in my product and, you know, put up maybe a website and everything. Do you have any suggestions or common mistakes you see people make that you'd suggest them to keep in mind? Yeah, I see, I see a lot of people trying to do more than they should. And hmm. a simple strategy is always best to start with. I would recommend just starting with one social media channel, maybe one Facebook group, one landing page, and one free giveaway, and really building on that. When you can get a system down, then you can start scaling and adding on other social media platforms, the Facebook ads, and really 
adding more to your strategy that way. But start simple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, since a lot of trainers are thinking to themselves, but there's so many trainers out there, so much, maybe it's all been done. They, they might wonder, should they still do this? What do you think? Absolutely. I always say to have an abundance mindset that there's always people out there that need your help. And the best thing you can do is just to show up as best you can, just authentic to who you are Mm -hmm. and people will love you for you. And yeah, there's a lot of other competition out there, but the more you can focus on how you are different and how you can provide better value than the competition out there, the more you're going to be able to create that space that you need to grow your business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you have any suggestions on how to help how people should try to find a way for them to differentiate themselves or questions they should ask themselves? Yeah, it comes down to understanding your unique skills, your personality, your experiences, your knowledge, and really combining that all together into something unique that's going to solve bigger problems for people. So one person might have, you know, really short videos that help people have better flexibility in some way. You could have really long in-depth videos that show, show off your big personality and help people have longer endurance to train for a marathon maybe or something like that. It really comes down to your passions and your unique personality and how you can package it all together into something unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have any other examples? I know that you mentioned you have other trainers that you've worked with. Could you share like what they did? I think some people are just still wondering how they could do something similar. Sure. Yeah. So the trainer I'm working with right now, she is focusing solely, mainly focusing on building her audience. I think that's the biggest thing to focus on right now. So it's with, without an audience, you're not going to be able to grow a business. So focus on creating an online space where you can qualify leads and get them excited and interested in you, whether that be through email marketing, growing your email or growing a Facebook group. I think those are the two most important things you can do right now. Mm -hmm. Great tip. I've actually was wondering, do you have any tips on running a successful Facebook group that has good uh, engagement? I think the fear and maybe my fear, has always been like, what if I don't get anyone to talk or what if they ask all these questions and I can't respond to everyone? Yeah. I mean, you get over the fear just by trying and doing it, you know, practice makes perfect. So the more you get on Facebook lives and the more you start establishing establishing yourself as a leader in a Facebook community, the more people are going to give you that positive feedback, which gives you the more confidence to go out there and do a better job. So it just starts by getting out there and starting slowly. As you get people into your Facebook group by, you know, promoting, promoting yourself and posting content and you'll start refining your strategy and you'll get to know people on such a deep level that it's just like talking with a friend or, Mm. or somebody, something like that. And a lot of the scary part about growing a community kind of goes away and you're really just asking questions, posting memes, posting fun videos, going live, talking to people. And it really just becomes a fun part of the marketing process. 
Hmm, I like that. Do you have any structure that you recommend people do regarding how many times to post and what, what else to do in general to make sure it stays engaged? Sure. So the Facebook algorithm is always about community and engagement. So the more you can feed into that, the more Facebook is going to promote you to other people. So create open-ended questions that invite people to answer questions and leave a comment, leave an opinion, anything that is going to get people to want to engage. So you want to create curiosity or create a sense of urgency for people to leave a comment. You want to post more videos than anything else because that's what people like the most on Facebook. And really spread your content out throughout the day. So maybe post once, two or three times throughout the day to always keep the algorithm and people engaged as often as possible. Mm -hmm. Are those tips for a Facebook page or a group? You can use it for both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You'll always, the, the Facebook algorithm works in about four hour intervals. Hmm. So about every four hours on your page or in your groups, you'll want to be posting. Okay. That's, that's helpful. I, I wasn't sure if there were different rules for the groups, but it's kind of similar strategies as a page. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Do you have a suggestion? I noticed your group is public and I know that a lot of other groups are like private and they generally let the people in, but they kind of filter them. Do you have any suggestions of which is better? Yeah. So it really just depends how qualified you want your leads. So if you're trying to attract as many people as possible, you'll want to leave it open to the community for anyone to join. If you're trying to attract a specific type of person, then you'll probably want to have it closed and invite people that are more qualified into your group that you know you can help that are actually going to be a good fit for your business. And if you want somewhere in between, you can leave your group open. And I would recommend you can have three pre-qualifying questions for the people that, that join your group. So that's a good way to okay. ask, ask them their challenges, get to know them a little bit. Maybe you can ask for their email address to get them on your email, uh, email list. I mean, you can use that way to kind of pre-qualify your clients and, and get them interested in your group. Oh, okay. So basically it would be a public group, but you can still ask some filtering questions? Exactly. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and then if you, they join and you feel like they're not a good fit, you can still kind of like let them go. <laughs> you can kind of yeah. I mean, they'll, they'll understand that this group might not be for them at that point mm -hmm. afterwards. Right. They'll, they'll just not engage as much. Okay. And for Facebook groups um, in particular, so let's say you start one, you create some questions and you start to try to post. Do you, do you find there's any other strategies to keep in mind, especially that's different from a page? Yeah. So in your Facebook groups, it's mostly about building community. So your Facebook personal page is mostly about growing your personal brand um, and your business page is about the, the services you offer and the sales part of it. But your Facebook group is about building community. So it's mostly about the relationships and actually providing valuable content that is entertaining and educational for your audience. Entertaining and educational. Okay. Oh, and I have a really big question. Okay. okay. So. I'm not necessarily someone who posts personal things on my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page. And so I'm starting to think that I should just make it a personal 
business page in a way. Like, like not, it's still being my personal page and I'll still post some personal like posts, but I should think of it. The end goal is that I'd be connecting as a friend, almost like a LinkedIn with other people. But I, I'm not really sure that because I mean, it, it's, it keeps it feeling personal because I wouldn't post so much personal things on the business page. But does, does that sound like a good strategy? Because I don't use it otherwise for personal things. Yeah, so that's a good idea to uh, use your personal page for business purposes and connect with people that way. I do know that Facebook is cracking down a little bit on making sure people are separating their business page from their personal page, though. So make sure that you're using your personal page to make some real authentic relationships and connections. If you're just using your personal page to just hard sell people and you're just making offers all the time and you don't actually have anything engaging worthwhile for people, Facebook isn't going to like you very much mm -hmm. and um, you might get penalized for it. So, so use your personal profile for business, but make sure that you're keeping it authentic and relational at the same time. Got it. Okay. That makes more sense. And I think like I'm totally on the other side of the spectrum because in a way people who are business, like I've interviewed, they've, they've wanted to connect on my personal page and I'm kind of thinking all I have is like per random personal images and it's not very professional. I mean, there's some, you know, but I think I would want them to see more of my personal, but in a, maybe my fitness setting, you know, so I was thinking I should update it more. And so that I think I need to come, but you're also right. Like we can't also just hard sell cause that would penalize our page. Yeah. Yeah. Keep, keep all your hard selling for your business page. That's what it's mm -hmm. meant for there. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now here's another question. So when I was running my gym, I, I had a Facebook person and I just didn't have time to do the Facebook ads. And sometimes I'd get into it, but then I would basically run out of time. So I just had someone do it. In the end, I don't think it overall, it was, we, I don't think they had the right strategy. Maybe for a local business, it wasn't right. I don't know. What are your thoughts on Facebook ads for local companies right now? Yeah, I highly recommend it, um, especially right now um, in the world with everything going on. Uh, Facebook ads have actually, the cost has actually declined recently. Oh. Mm -hmm. And engagement is up because more people are online right now. So it's a great time to actually start running Facebook ads. And I would recommend it for small businesses because it can be your competitive advantage. It's a system that is scalable, that can automate your lead generation and actually grow your business without you having to work harder for your lead generation. Mm -hmm. So with the right strategy, it can be very profitable. Yeah. Could you, could you give me an example of a strategy you see working right now? Since I know mo a lot of businesses might say like they had the same experience, they spent so much money, it didn't work. And I know, I definitely know we probably didn't do it right, but I wasn't doing it. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. So maybe what would you tell an, like a non-Facebook ads person, a business owner, okay. a strategy they should use? Yeah. So it's important for Facebook when running Facebook ads that you recuperate your ad costs as quickly as possible. So this is when you see a lot of, a lot of ads. When you, when you click on an ad, a lot of times they're asking for your email address with a free giveaway, like a lead magnet. And then they'll quickly upsell you to a small ticket item, maybe like a $7 ebook or a, a you know, a $7 video training. 
And what that's going to do is offset your ad cost so that for every dollar you invest in ads, you're going to recuperate that dollar or even more right, right away. So when you have that system dialed in, then you can spend more money, maybe $100, get $100 back and acquire new leads without actually having to, to lose out on any of your ad costs. Mm. But, so that's a, that. the best strategy I would use right now. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> like I'm going to use that one. I, I like that a lot because that, that makes a lot of sense. Like for a trainer or in the fitness field in general, do you have any suggestions on freebies that work? Because I'm, I'm worried that there's so many ways people could go and, and, and then spend, you know, the two days on it and not work at all. Yeah. So checklists work great. Yeah. People love checklists. If you have like a 10 step checklist to get a desired result, people love that. Challenges work really well too. If you can start a Facebook group and maybe just do a live five day challenge, hmm. that can take n almost no time to create because you're doing it live and it's highly engaging and you can quickly build a Facebook group and um, build your strategy strategy live as you're, as you're building it. So a, a challenge gets people's results and it gets people engaged and qualifies them as potential clients in the future. Mm, I love the challenge. And I think a lot of trainers will love challenges. I personally like have done a yeah. lot of fitness challenges. <laughs> so could you walk me through maybe how someone might do a free five day finish a free? It could be a fitness challenge, but in general, your, your techniques and challenges online. Sure. So you'd start by promoting it and you'd, you'd start your Facebook group um, saying, you know, five free five day challenge to get so-and-so results. And then you'd start advertising that to all your friends, family, people on your Facebook, um, on your Facebook list, go inside other Facebook groups and tell people about it, go out networking or reach out to past clients, get as many people inside this group as possible. And then ask them to share it with their friends. Ask them if they know anyone else that would be interested. So you're getting people inside the group excited for your challenge. You're getting as many people as possible to know about it. And then as the time gets closer, so maybe you schedule your challenge for like a week out. As, the, as it starts getting closer to the challenge, you would start asking people's uh, opinions for what they want to achieve during the challenge, what their challenges are what their goals are and you can work that into your program into your free five-day challenge to make sure that it's really valuable for the people that are going to be joining hmm. throughout your throughout your five-day challenge you want to be you want to be providing value and entertaining but also be asking questions and building those relationships because that's what your the goal of a facebook group is to build those relationships and then maybe on day three of your challenge, you can start talking about your premium services and the other results that you want to get for your clients. This will start getting them emotionally invested in working with you in the future. And then by the fifth day, you can be done with your challenge that you can use over and over again inside your group. And you'll have a lot of people qualified and interested in working with you in the future. Wow. That's awesome. Do you have any suggestions? So we get to the end of the challenge and we're kind of, we want to let people know that they can sign up for the premium package. Is there a way, should, should you message anyone or how, how do you kind of make that conversion go well? 
Yeah, so I would definitely be messaging people and connecting people one-on-one to build those real relationships that are authentic and meaningful to people inside your group. And then it's really uh, and smart to have a sales page for your program or your videos that you're trying to offer online. Mm-hmm. Um, have some sort of formal sales page where it's packaged up. People can learn about your program, get frequently asked questions answered, and have some sort of sales page that's going to help remove some of their fears and objections they might have. Mm-hmm. What kind of values, uh, what are any tips of values you should include during your five-day challenge? Like videos and posts and like, I guess I'm, I'm thinking for the trainer, they might think, okay, how much time do I have to invest to make this challenge? Okay. Yeah, I would, so I would focus your challenge around maybe a one to two hour video each day for the five days. And then on top of that, you can schedule time for like a Q&A videos if people have questions and then any other sort of guides or templates or checklists or other content you can sprinkle in throughout the week that will help get them more results or get them more engaged with your challenge. Mm -hmm. And just to help people not feel so intimidated by thinking that they have to create this perfect content, the guides can be one page. I mean, like how basic could, could you imagine them being? Oh, basic. I mean, Real, really anything. I mean, I make Google documents that are very informal and don't think they have to be professionally designed guides. Just pull up a Google document, write some words out, maybe a quick checklist. People are interested in your, what you have to offer educational wise. That's going to help them get results. The professional design and everything after that comes after. So just focus on how you can provide results as best as possible. Awesome. This has been really helpful. And before we go, since I know you're an internet guy and I'm a, I love software too, do you have any software recommendations that you, know, you find really working, whether it's a social media poster or editor or what membership website? What would be your top three to five recommendations for online businesses? Yeah. So if you're trying to schedule a lot of content and you're, you're feeling like just posting is a lot of work. I would recommend tools like Hootsuite is a great social media scheduler to plan out all of your content. If you're trying to create landing pages quickly and capture email addresses, I highly recommend ClickFunnels as a membership site. They're the best for creating landing pages and creating those sales pages to give out your lead magnets and grow your email list. I use MailChimp for my email marketing. I think they're a very reputable company. ActiveCampaign is another good email marketing software as well. And then other than that, those, those are the main tools I use. So okay, I, think with awesome. those, I think with those, you can definitely grow a pretty profitable online business. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any uh, suggestions for membership sites that are pretty like low cost? Let's say someone isn't, they don't think they're going to make a ton of money off of it, but they want to try to throw something together. Yeah, uh, Teachable is actually a great, great program. You can do a membership course through that, and it's very, very affordable and works well. Yeah. Thank you for those tips. That's awesome. And thank you for all of, I mean, we covered a lot. We covered Facebook groups, Facebook (laughs) uh, pages, Facebook advertising, how to set it up. So it's been really awesome. You know, if anyone wants to uh, reach out to you, Alex, how can they find you? 
Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. They can find me, uh, Alex Storm, or my business page is Christian Freelance Academy. And they can awesome. find me in there. Yeah, and they have um, the, the, your Facebook group has a lot of good videos. So I think you did some type of challenge also. So if you guys want to see videos, uh, it's very informative. He has a lot of graphics, which I think everyone loves. And like, so check out his videos on his, his Facebook group. Thank you so much. It's been awesome having you today, Alex. Great. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Oh, I have three freebies. Number one, get your full edited transcription with bullet points of the key lessons from today's show on our website, fitnesssecrets.co. That's fitnesssecrets with an S at the end.co. While you're there, subscribe to our newsletter, which gets you access to our monthly freebie marketing and operations content that you can use for your own fitness business. Freebie number two. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to subscribe to the show in your podcast player by hitting the subscribe button. Since the show happens because of listeners like you, could you also leave a review? If you email us your review at support at fitnessSecrets.co, you'll receive a complimentary one-hour coaching call with me and a $150 credit towards the first challenge that we will be releasing soon. Finally, freebie number three. We started the Fitness Secrets Facebook group. I know thinking and designing of new marketing campaigns, planning out your operations each month for your fitness clients is exhausting. Our goal is for the group to help you plan out your marketing, plan out your operations so you can get more clients efficiently. To join, go to facebook.com and search Fitness Business Secrets. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to talk to you in the next episode.